0: welcome to this is your book club podcast i'm sarah i'm jamie welcome back hi it's a new month
1: oh wow i hadn't that hadn't reframed
0: that in your brain it's july (laughs) we are mid-year in case you were wondering it doesn't feel like it no it still feels like we just got
1: out of school last week yes and let's stay there please Mentally. mentally i'm there still Reading books.
0: It's never, I always think that summer's going to be long. I don't know why I think that. Like, we have lots of things planned. Look at all the things we're going to do. So and much then it time. goes in a blink.
1: Here I we know. are. Yep. Welcome to July. It's It's good. Today we
0: get to talk about books we've been reading lately. Yes. And I wish I had
1: more to talk about, but I
0: have just, I have three. I have three. To- That's a good I amount. I just like,
1: I often Feel like have it's a little bit. an option to talk about like my three favorite or mm-hmm. the three I want to talk about where this week I only have three. So I'm talking about all of them. Yes. But um, I always think I can read so much more in the summer and it's been busy so far. We haven't had our downtime yet. We've had some very fun, exciting trips and family and lots of super fun stuff. But same. Yeah. Um, no. No Birthdays boring our dog house. days of summer yet. No. Not yet. They'll come. Promise. Promise. Okay. Pinky promise. Okay. I so. have a daughter
0: who is in a play. Yeah. So she has a play practice. She just announced last week she decided she's going to audition for another one. Okay. Okay. Went to dinner on Saturday night just at a local place. Yeah. She got hired on the spot for a job. No. No do you guys have teens with jobs? Can we talk about that? Maybe not. Here. She just said that? No joke. Oh. She like got a job. They were like, they had a sign saying they were hiring yeah. and she goes, do you hire 15 year olds? And they were like, yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm applying. And they're like, well, let's interview right now. No joke. No joke. Just like that. walked out with a job starts tomorrow.
1: No way. Like for real, really for real. starting a job at 15. for real. 15. And she wanted to so excited. She wants
0: money. This is all, we all for herself. Yeah. Um, indulgences
1: yeah. for sure but
0: now oh, because she's 15 i am the driver to get her to there. add
1: her it's one more thing for yeah. you to yeah. get her to i mean job. i'm so
0: happy she's like motivated to work and wants to have this experience and it will be an eye-opener one for sure yes but i it involves me here goes i'm like your child lazy
1: <laughs> <days>. <laughs> <laughs> play, that's just play, one of my work. five children can we just say yeah
0: so I'm really happy to be sitting here for a little bit At our to house talk about books. The
1: opposite problem. My children don't like to leave home. Ugh. So I'm here going, all bad. let me take you here. Let me take you there because I get <laughs> so irritated. Yeah. Seeing them lay around the house doing nothing. Totally. So we have very opposite issues. Issues nonetheless. Yeah. But I would love to see my kids take some ambition like that.
0: I know. Leave it to Reagan.
1: Yeah. She's doing it. She's a hoot. Love
0: she's it. a hoot. I'm excited for her, though. All the Me things. Too. Wishing her all the she's luck. She's
1: doing all the good things she should be doing right now. Right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fun, it's fun. a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. But before we talk about books, yes. we need a fun
1: fact. Fun fact. So our book for next month is by Carly Fortune. It's called Every Summer After.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's a new author. This is her first book. Super And exciting. so it's always fun to do a little deep dive and find out about this author so carly fortune is from canada she is the author of the our newest book every summer after um the instant usa today toronto star and globe and mail best-selling novel that is the book we're reading all of those and our next read She is an award-winning journalist who has served at some of Canada's top publications. She was most recently the executive editor for Refinery29 Canada, a job that gave her a lot of pride, joy, and a few migraines. Previously, she was the deputy editor of Chatelaine Magazine, where she oversaw the brand's digital transformation. After being promoted to editor-in-chief, she produced one whole issue, then left to launch Refinery29 Canada, making her the shortest serving EIC in Chatelaine's 90 plus year history. Wow. Weird fact, right? Yeah. Um, She holds a Bachelor of Journalism from Toronto Metropolitan University. She lives in Toronto with her husband whom she met. I love this so much. She met in a magazine features writing class at J school. That's cool. I don't know if J school is like junior journalism high. Journalism school. school.
0: That's what the first thought that came to my yeah, mind, but mind. Okay, maybe not. J school,
1: journalism school. But school spelled jun- S K O O L. What? Maybe Which it this is, is a Canada something. thing? J school. J I J-dash wonder what school. J school is. Now I'm looking it up. Um, and pursued doggedly after hearing about his Nona's homemade lasagna. So they met what? in a v- magazine features writing class. And she heard that his Nona made some fantastic homemade lasagna, and she was interested. So they now live in Canada and have two children, and she just wrote her first novel. It is a
0: journalism program. A journalism program called J School. Yes. Cool. It's the organization that brings together post-secondary journalism programs. If you wanted the technical,
1: thank you. <laughs> I, I have learned something today. That is really cool. And I appreciate that. I know. Yeah. Me too. Fun to learn about new authors. Always. Um, I'm not going to spill all of the fun facts this week, like I did last month. <laughs> I'm going to save some for next week. But she has some. She has been fun to read about. So cool. Stay tuned for our next fun fact. I'm excited. Okay. Count me in. All right. So, what's on your shelf today? Oh,
0: Jamie, I have some fun ones to talk about. Kay. I am like looking at my books realizing I have been on like a historical fiction kick.
1: I love a good historical fiction. Oh,
0: right? So, like only one involved World War 2 which we've kind of talked about this yeah. a lot of times. You um don't jump there. I sometimes avoid those because I've already read a lot. Right. And so it starts to blend together, but um, the one that I did read. We'll start there. Okay. So this book, the first book I'm going to talk about is The Girl from Bletchley Park by Kathleen McGirl. Okay. I've read one other by... McGirl. McGirl. I love that. I know. McGirl. G-U-R-L. G-U-R-L? Yeah. Fun name. I've read another one called The Forgotten Secret, which I also
1: really liked. Another historical fiction. Oh, I remember when you talked about that one.
0: Yeah. So this is another one of hers. Um, This story, it's a classic historical fiction that jumps between present time and history time and there's the okay. family connection between the ancestors and whatnot the two different main characters and the current time woman who is our main character she is really a cool character she is mm-hmm. Started her own business with her best friend, who is a man, and she is kind of on the technical side. They're developing software. She has an office in her home, so she is able to easily be at home. Um, so she can be with her family when She, as soon as she's done with work, she can, if she has extra minutes, she can just jump over to the office. It's super. She's just kind of a woman who does it all. Her husband is not super helpful. He believes that a woman's job is in the home and she's just a better cook. And so she's, she's going to do all of the cooking because she's so much better at it. And um, at the same time, doesn't help clean up or, you know, isn't super present. He has a job that doesn't make as much as her. So she's the main breadwinner in the home. Okay, and it sounds as if she really does pay most a majority of the bills, um, but that doesn't come without a cost. She's clearly very overtaxed and dealing with that dynamic. And how do I balance work and home and and my marriage and my children and my business? Uh-huh. So all the things. Yeah. Um, so you watch her kind of figure that out um, and try to find a balance that works for her, and then. And then we jump back into the past with um, our main character is in 1942, and her name is Pam, and she is very smart. She's, like, in her last years of high school, her last year at high school, and she's been accepted to Cambridge, which is a huge honor for a girl mm-hmm. at that age, but she's very good at math, and so it it wasn't a surprise that she was accepted, and she's very excited, to go, but her teacher takes her aside at the end of the school year, her senior year, and tells her that her uncle came, is works for the government and came to her and asked if she has any students that are very smart, mathematically minded, who maybe also are good at languages, who she could recommend to come and help with a project that he is doing um, for the war, mm-hmm. and she immediately thinks of Pam, and so she. Tells Pam, I, I want to give him your name. Will you let me? And she's like, but I want to go to school. It's very important that I go to school. She's like, well, you can defer like things for the war. You can defer. Right. So she agrees and she gets interviewed and gets accepted for this job that she has to sign the secret act. I don't know what it's. Maybe huh. I'm not calling it the right thing, but this is a real thing that the, that they did in England that you, if you worked on certain things, you had to sign the secret act, which you couldn't talk about I couldn't anything talk about ever. Anything you it's were doing. still in play now. Which I learned in this book. Like,
1: these files are still closed. The things they No, those things
0: are open, but you might still be do you might do still get a job like that. that. you would have to sign the secret act. Cool. It's kind of cool. I didn't yeah. know anything about that. So, I learned a little bit about that. And she was able to work in Bletchley Park, which is where they did all of the decoding of... They intercepted messages and they had that big okay. machine. Do you remember? There's like a movie about it. Yes. And I didn't know much about this, but they built machines and they, to help decode the messages. And these mathematicians mm-hmm. created the, code. the coding that helped them decipher whatever the code was in the messages. My
1: brain just goes, how? I know. How did you even know? Yeah. And this is not now. This was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah.
0: And they talk a little. I mean, they, she doesn't go into a lot of detail about, you know, mm-hmm. the mathematics of it all. But you're just seeing more the social side of her. She had to live away from home. She had to, You live there and you work there. And all these women that – um work there and there's like a special military group that's just for women and they had a name i can't remember it but that was really really cool and she gets involved with a groundskeeper um not within bletchley park but like someone that they pass to and from work uh-huh. she would see him he's he's a groundskeeper of this town or whatever and she starts dating him well that's a whole other thing and it's really interesting anyway it's super fun so, the Secrets Act comes into play. Like, what are we sharing? Who are we sharing information with? Right, um, things that you don't think matter. Maybe matter. Anyway, no, it's super interesting. It was, it was super interesting. I really liked it. I gave it three stars. It's a fun story. It's a different take on World War II than I had personally read. It's not yeah. combat. You're not in right. the thick of the war. And you don't deal one-on-one with Germans.
1: right. This it was is what you're doing behind the scenes behind work behind the scenes work
0: that was so very beneficial and they even talk about how like they knew this is i don't want to spoil things i'm trying to think if it will it really doesn't but when they knew like all of a sudden one day the machines stop doing anything like the machines just stopped and everybody's like what happened what happened and they realize it's because there's no more messages being sent on the german on side the tr- they'd it's been it's over it's over the machines just stopped, stopped and it was silent they had all these loud machines happening all the time for you yeah. know two years I think they were there working and then and it then just, just... silence and they said it was like the grid and everyone just started cheering because they realized That's what it really, means
1: really really cool it's so cool anyway
0: what a what a horrific war but what yeah. cool things happened during that time
1: right things so, we've learned things that have come from it yeah
0: it was, it was super fun to read. It was a great story. I gave The Girl from Bletchley Park by Kathleen McGurl three stars. Definitely think it's a fun That's book worth book. reading. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Okay. I read French Braid by Ann Tyler. Now I know you read this. Yes. It's been a while ago. I want to hear what you think. So I'm going to talk about this one today. I've really liked this book. I gave it four stars. There are things I was like, hmm. This didn't make sense to me or this didn't add up. This isn't but I felt mm-hmm. like the writing was great, the character development was great. There were yes. a few loose threads. <laughs> so when <laughs> we <laughs> talk <laughs> about a French braid, the whole, <laughs> right? Yep. The whole thing is that we're taking all these individual hairs yes. and we're weaving them together to create something magnificent. Yes. braid is beautiful in it your hair. It is. Okay. So, um I feel like there were a few loose hairs yes. in here that maybe didn't make it into the braid. You know, there sometimes gets to be that one that <laughs> hangs out and the whole thing's ruined. Yeah. I'm not going to say the whole thing was ruined because it was a great story. I gave it four stars. Very good. But there were a few big chunks that I was like, ooh, you forgot to weave that one in.
0: Yeah, there was that. So...
1: I would love to hear other people read this too, because we've talked and I'm not, I don't want to, you know, no spoiler alerts on this. This is just what I've been reading lately. Um, but I do feel like there were some. I would say this. It was
0: very much like realistic, like yeah. the way that the family interacts with each other. Very... Um, lots of like words left unsaid. Mm-hmm.
1: This is the Garrett family. Mm-hmm. They, the the dad is Robin. The mom is Mercy. There's three kids, two girls and a boy, and the boy's quite a bit younger than the girls, it seems like. Yes. And it follows them for decades. Like, this is, the kids were really little when it starts out, and the at the end of the book, they are married and have children of their own, and so you're following this family as they grow up, and as this braid continues on and each of them have their own uniqueness Mm -hmm. and they're together, but really quite separate. They never really talk about anything deep or really know each other on a deep level. It's all very surface. Yeah, And I think that's quite realistic for some families that they feel like they're close, but nobody really knows. And, um, and I think you said on this, one of the main things in this is once they, the last child goes off to college, Mercy and Robin. Mercy just gradually starts moving into her painting studio and nothing's ever said. No, like
0: she moves she out, takes a like, few things one through. day. <laughs> and
1: then she comes back and she cleans house and she's making meals. And then she takes some things the next day. And she makes a few comments to her husband, like I might be working late some nights. And so don't worry about me if I don't come home. And so then she stays one night here and then one night there. And eventually she is living in her studio, which is down the street. So completely not even on the same property. She doesn't think her kids know. Her husband doesn't think the kids know. The
0: The kids kids know, know,
1: but nobody says anything. So this just and this goes on for decades that they still come back home for visits or so and so calls me or calls there. And but mom and dad really are not living together, but not divorced and not an agreement. We're not acknowledging that we're not living together. So that's not the main part of the story that is is happening in the story, but there are a lot of other things in the story that are very similar. We're not (laughs) having conversations. Not talking about um, things. And I think that shows like, yeah, they're woven together, but very, very loosely. Yeah. Or it's falling apart, but there is something that's holding it. It's like there's
0: family connection, like keeps you connected in the way that like, oh, we're going to touch base.
1: Right but these hairs aren't melding into each other no. by all means they're still very separate but woven together and i do really like how they talk about like the ending and um just seeing how they all progress i love a good story where you watch someone a progress family. through life yes yes and, or a family I that like that life. idea too so, it, I gave those it four stars. One. I
0: went back and yeah. looked. Oh good. And I did yeah. like it too. But there were just a couple of things. It, I agree there some with weird you.
1: things. It's not a five because of those couple things. Yes. But it is a good a solid four, four star book. A four is a good yeah. book. Like yeah. yeah, it's a good it was so a good one. I really enjoyed it. Um, talking about family dynamics and how families work and don't work. So French Braid by Anne Tyler. I gave it four stars and Sarah gave it four stars. There you go. So there you go. I like it. I'm glad we talked about that one again. Yeah.
0: It's always fun when we both read it. You're like, ooh, what did what, you think? Yeah. yeah. Tell me what
1: yeah. And I think we on this one we had a lot of the exact same ideas. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes that go. happens and yeah. sometimes
0: it doesn't. Absolutely. Okay. So speaking of books you've read. Yes. Okay. I read The Anthropocene Reviewed. I don't know if I'm saying it right i it anthropocene. different ways.
1: I've heard it Anthropocene and Anthropocene. The an- I don't know, because now it's sounding all the same. <laughs> but I have heard it two different ways. And I yes. listened to the audio book. Me so too. So I thought I was pronouncing it correctly. But recently, because this has come up somewhere else, it got some extra.
0: Oh, it's a Sharon Says So oh, book that's club right. book. It's
1: the book club book for Sharon Says So um, if you listen to her podcast yeah, or read her. her Instagram, that's right. So I've heard it pronounced differently on her Instagram.
0: Yeah, but I, I either way, it might just be a "where do you live" thing. Yeah, very true. Right, like She's, I don't know. Yep. So i I so am a part of Sharon Sesso Book Club. Yes, proud me member too. <laughs> and so, um, this probably would not have been a book that I picked up on my own, if I'm being okay. honest. Um, not that I don't love John Green, who doesn't mm-hmm. love John Green. If you've forgotten, I think we mentioned this when Jamie talked about it, cause she's read this already, but he wrote the fault in our stars and looking for Alaska and paper towns and turtles all the way down. Like very, very, um, well-known author and a yes. good, a very renowned, like he gets a lot of, uh-huh. um, credit. Um, but this, this is not a fiction book. This is kind of like John's thoughts on life. Mm-hmm. I would say Absolutely. Um, each chapter, he's like, Oh, let me tell you about my garden. Or yeah. let me tell you about living in, where does he live? Very Indianapolis of Or Indiana, yeah. Indiana, right? He lives in Indiana. Is that, I don't recall. Cause he goes to the racetrack. Isn't oh, that okay. where the big racetrack is? And he rides his bike. Sure. Sounds That's really one thing good. he talks about. Um, he, you know, just different, the ramblings. Yes. Uh, although I will say, like, I learned quite a bit. He is factual in his ramblings. Very
1: factual. And the way he wove together, like, yes, I'm going to talk about this. And then he pulls out the history of something. And I
0: know. It, he was like. He's genius, Seriously, really. He goes, I was in Wendover, because who goes to Wendover? It's not far
1: from us, but I don't go there. I've been there, but people love to go. I don't I get it. Anyway, he's like, we went over,
0: and so we're there, and it's like, well, let's go see the salt flats. And then he gives a 10-minute history about the salt flats, which I live not far from, what, an hour away from? And I'm like, I had no idea that 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 is the history of my location. Random facts. Yes. And I love So smart, yeah. Yeah. I learned quite a bit of things. Um, My only, like, I really did find so many of his things very interesting. Mm I would just say, like, by the end, I found myself getting a little bit bored. So maybe it's okay. a book that I would take in pieces. That's, I think I did it wrong. Like, okay. read, like, take in one of his chapters, because one chapter is one thought, right? Right. Like, you don't, they are not necessarily at all connected to right. each other. No. So you read a chapter, and then maybe I could go read or and listen in back my book to and this. be like, oh, I'm ready yeah. for another chapter. And like, just allow a chapter how at a time. That
1: up. I can see that. Because and where I, think, I took
0: it a full thing, it was kind yeah. of like, that's a lot of John thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that I need it anymore today.
1: Yeah. I do. And I'd say I loved his thoughts. I gave it four stars because I do think it got a little, this like... Draggy. Yeah. I don't know the word. But I didn't... I also wanted more of his thoughts. But I I think you said it perfectly. A break in between... And then to go back to his thoughts yeah. would have been
0: perfect. Because I, 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 don't, I don't have any I not want to say it was redundant. Complaints. No. It just was. It was not. Because they're yeah. all new thoughts. I I think it was just um, uh, taking them all in at one time. So I gave yeah. it three stars because I did find my brain wandering quite a bit at the end. But that's why I said I think I did it wrong. Okay. I think if if you take this book like a chunk at a time and you're like, hey, I'm going to have my daily John thought. Yeah. Or Mr. Green thought. Is maybe Mr. Green, I like that. that he's my Mr. Earned. Green thought. Um, and you get a thought. I think he w- I would love it. Because it would be yeah. like, oh. Just a little weird. Mr. Green. Is. Yeah. Yes.
1: And it's written well and it's yes. all those things. But I yes. That's the only I thing. I see.
0: So that would be my only advice because every single part I really did enjoy. And I learned quite a bit. And he's very clever and entertaining. Yes. So I, I have all those good things to say. Mm-hmm. My advice would be. um, So my, my three star rating is based on my reading experience so yeah. to make your experience better than mine get it whether you listen to it or you read it and take it just a chapter a day and yeah. say oh i got my or you know however often you read just let it be a small part instead of like a full dive in, dive in. like submerged. That's
1: a very good point that would
0: be my I guess. actually
1: kind of want to read it again and try it that
0: way. I actually think that it's something you could I'd like do again and again. to my
1: brain with it.
0: Yeah. Like, it's one of those stories that it would be fun to revisit. It's, yeah. it's very clever. There would be little nuggets all throughout. And maybe just do it like that. Yeah. I need to get my John Green thought
1: of the day. So let's go there. Yeah. Cool. There I go. agree with you. Very I'm good. glad you read
0: it. I'm glad I read it. And I want to hear the book club discussion with Sharon Says So.
1: Me too. I'm excited for that one. Okay, my next one is The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley. Have you read it? Is it on your wait list? I don't know. They're all the same. (laughs) Um, Lucy Foley. No, I have not read this one. You have not read this one. She is the author of The Guest List, which I really like The Guest List. I I think you really like The Guest List. Um, I gave this one four stars. I Ooh. really liked this one. Always. I think I have it on hold. It was a long wait.
0: Okay. That it's would make kind sense. kind of a
1: popular one right now. It came out just February of this year. Um, she is a well-known th- psychological thriller writer. And so. Yes. I um, don't have it on hold. I better get it on you hold. You better get it on hold because it is good. So Ooh. this is, a, a. it starts out with. A sister is going to Paris to visit her brother, and he is a journalist. He lives in this, like, posh, swank apartment building. Like, it was, it almost is described, which I did kind of have a hard time picturing it. You okay. know, like, in description when they're you have, like, you could walk in and move around, yeah. like Harry Potter's castle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is not this. I had a hard time picturing it and uh, having a layout. Okay. So like they were talking about going into the foyer and was the foyer outdoors or an indoor foyer? Like for sure. some reason my brain a wasn't bit putting it all together. Description. but clear Yeah. Like there's a concierge. So it's kind of like a an apartment building, but it used to be a house. So there's oh. like maids quarters and a dumb waiter. Is that oh. what it's called? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um anyway, so Making that an old house made into an apartment building was a little iffy to me. So she comes to visit her brother, who she hasn't seen in a really long time. And they're kind of, they didn't grow up, you know, they have kind of a tragic childhood. So they didn't grow up really close, but they've stayed in contact. So she comes to visit him and she had had contact that, you know, just ring the bell when you get here and I'll let you in. I'm staying up waiting for you. And then she gets there and she rings the bell and he... Like there's no response. And so she figures out a way into the apartment building and picks the lock to get in and he's not there. And so she's like, we just texted each other. He said he'd be here. He's not here. What has happened? And there are a few things that just don't seem right in the apartment. A few things that are off. And so, but then she doesn't have like a great... She's kind of troubled herself. The reason she's left England is because she maybe got in trouble there. Mm. And so she doesn't really want to go feel like she's in a position that she could go to the police and be like, at first, she doesn't think much of it. Just it's a little weird. But then the next day, he's still not there. And ah. and the story unfolds from there. Ooh. It is a little slow but kind of a slow unfolding story. Sure, like a slow burn. Of what's going on in these apartments. And the people who live there and who's watching, who's listening. So it's like the whole apartment building. It's not just... Yes, you get... So in each section is like Mimi from floor six is kind of how it's introduced. Or so-and-so, the concierge, and then it's their perspective of it. So you're getting the perspective from different people in the apartment. Yeah. And in their voice and they're in Paris so there are I listened to it so there's some heavy Parisian accent Ooh, French accents. I like there's, that. You know, the main character is from England and so is her brother, but there are other characters who are from like Budapest and Romania that have migrated there and wow. um and so you're hearing these accents and there's some French phrases thrown out and my kids are in a French program and Sarah's Mm -hmm. kids as well and so they speak French I do not and so I would hear something and they didn't just like the hacienda yes when I was like wait I don't know what that meant well I had someone to help me know what it meant so I'd be (laughs) like guys what does this mean and then they'd tell me and I'd be like oh that makes perfect sense so that was kind of fun too to have like be able to get some help on those things. And and it was funny because my kids, I would say it to them and they're like, well, how is it used? What's the conversation? What did they say before? And I'd tell them what they say after I tell them, and they're like, oh yeah. So in that case, it means, and then they would figure it out for me and let me know. I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. So anyway, it was really fun that way to have a little bit of French thrown in there, but the accents, the, the audio book was really well done. Awesome. I loved it. I gave it four stars. I thought it was great. Um, Suspenseful, that slow burn of a thriller. It's not fast paced. Okay. But I liked the slow. I kind of like those ones for me. The unraveling.
0: Because sometimes I can get, I am
1: easily confused.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second, hold on, hold on. How is this? It feels, when it's really fast and things are happening and like crazy things are happening all the time, it's so unbelievable that I'm like, shut up.
1: Right. Well, Stop and in right this now. one, because there's so many characters, uh, when there's a lot of characters, I often, yes. it's too much for me to keep track of. I think the fact that this was a slower pace was easier for me to really get to know the characters. It also
0: reminds me, I feel like that's Agatha Christie's yeah, M.O.
1: Very, very like, much Like, she so. very much is like a... Lots of characters. Yeah. Just slow moving. Very, yes. I did oh, feel the Agatha Christie vibe through this. Um, Yeah. I love I really like oh, I'm excited I literally fun. just put it on hold good. <laughs> I'm good I'm excited to hear what you think I I enjoyed it this was one thriller that I was like "Ooh, I think I know what happened like I kind of saw the end but I did not see how it got there okay and so that didn't ruin it for me because at right. first I was like did I just call this am I gonna call this I'll this soon into the book and You were like partially right. Partially, but whoa, in all the wrong ways.
0: Okay, okay. Which was
1: fun. That is fun. It's fun to have it be that different of a, it wasn't a shocker at the end, but all the storylining in between.
0: I love that. It was
1: really fun. Cool. So The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley, four stars. I love it.
0: All right. Um, The last book I'm going to talk about today is The Shifting Fog by Kate Morton. I Ooh. love Kate Morton so much. So, this is my I... other um, historical fiction, but this one doesn't have anything to do with World War II. It's just.
1: Have I read any Kate Morton? I'm have you up... never read Kate Morton? You I don't cannot know. say that. Oh, I read The Lake House. Oh, I like The Lake House. Um,
0: Secret Keeper. It's really good.
1: I did not read The Secret Keeper. It's so I don't good. Think. The
0: Forgotten Garden. Oh, you have to read The Forgotten Garden.
1: Okay, okay.
0: All the things right now. I love, The House at Riverton is good. Not like my very, very favorite, but really
1: good. Okay. Well, cool. I've got some new books to add to my list. I love Kate Morton.
0: Okay, so the thing about Kate Morton is she's not at our library. Rude. I don't understand What is wrong
1: with our, like, so many lately haven't been there. She is
0: like a huge author. Australia. She is a very big author, like... We are talking 84,000 reviews from, you know, on her books regularly, repeatedly. Yeah. So I, I, it makes zero sense. Over a hundred thousand for House at Riverton, over a hundred for the Lake House, 150 for The Secret Keeper, 208 for Forgotten Garden. Like this lady, I don't know why they're not at our library. Who do I need to talk to to say you're an idiot? <laughs>
1: Well, let's not start with that because that might That's put defenses true. straight up. Okay. But as I'm reading about the secret keeper, I I, I don't I haven't marked it as read. But you but think I you've read it? I actually think I have. It's a good one. It kind of remi- Yeah, I think maybe I have. Well, <laughs> the shifting. <laughs> I should know what books I've read, right? No, uh, when you read okay. enough, sometimes okay. it gets. Blurry. But on to this book, Sarah. Sorry. Okay, so
0: this. This is one of her very first novels. The Shifting Fog. She wrote it in 2007. Okay. It's been around. It's been around. Um, It's a doozy. It is like, if you listen to it at regular speed, (laughs) it says it's 18 hours long. It's really long. Oh, yeah. So, normally, I don't go for those, but I thought, you know what? I love Kate Morton. and I purchased it. It was on sale. Okay. And I... I purchased it and I um, invested some time. I sped it up. This felt like the author to me, the narrator, was very slow and methodical in her reading of this book. So it wasn't easy to I sped it up up to 1.45. Wow. That's pretty fast. I would say that is not my normal reading speed. No, no. I'd
1: say I'm like 1.25. Yeah. 1.2.
0: But I had no difficulty at this speed. Understanding, okay. following, whatever. So that being said, yes, it's a long book, but I think that a big part of why it is so long, I think it it would be a longer book, but it's so long because the author is quite so slow, so slow, or the okay. narrator. Let me the narrator. Up. The narrator it's is not so slow. that
1: long of a book. It's just it's like a five hundred
0: and fifty page book. Like that's a decently big book, but not right. eighteen hours book. Yeah. I would say it. Okay. I was able to finish it faster. I will say that. So this is the story of, again, you have, um, a current, well, it's, it's a woman who is now old. Okay. She's very old. She's getting ready to die. She has been contacted by a, A woman who is making a movie based on the past. And she knows that this older woman was there at the time. And so she wants her insight about the movie. Because there was an incident that happened. And she's kind of making a movie out of this this story that she's been told all of her life. She's like, I need to make this a movie. So everyone is dead who was there. Except for she finds this woman who was a maid at the time. And so she wants her to give her Her impressions on like the set and the storyline. Do were you there that night? Do you remember anything um, from that story? Mm -hmm. So the story that they're making a movie of is very dramatic. Um, There's seems to be a love triangle between two sisters and a man. He's engaged to one sister, um, but seems to be having an affair with the other sister
1: and it all comes to affair a head 101 right don't have an affair with the sibling the That's sister of person go out of the family but okay so
0: this all comes to a head at a big party at the house one night and the gentleman shoots himself and commits suicide holy moly and then the sisters go their separate ways they never speak to each other again um and they come to their own untimely deaths young. Okay. And so this Whoa, mo- they're making this. It's dying. very dramatic, right? It's very sad okay, and they're
1: making a movie. Based making a movie. Okay.
0: Yeah. And so you watch this older woman. She's very old and frail. She lives in a home. Her daughter is very protective of her, but and she's never spoken of this time in her past. And so her daughter is just like, what are they talking about? Like you wouldn't do that. Talk like to she you had this whole life. She was not her kids never knew about yeah, she has a family. Like you were okay. a learned person. Like you were a, a maid, but she
1: was secret
0: life. So makes she makes for a good story. In her older age, is feeling the pull of the past and agrees to go and see the set. And when she goes into the set, and she's she's surrounded by, she said it's like it's like walking into her past. They've done such a fabulous job. It is it like looks she's completely there, real, and her memories go back. So you get to, you get the story from her memories as the maid um a handmaiden i think so she's actually more she's specific to one mm-hmm. of the people in the house um and as you get the story like from what this Director is bringing to her that sh- the story she's been told, and the the way that they're the story of this movie, and so you're getting these two sometimes different, conflicting stories, right? and what actually happened back then, and what people think happened. It's really good. Sounds really good. It's really, really good. It's a mystery. It's it jumping back and forth from like the twenties to yeah. you know her in her older years and it's such a fun story i did not see the ending and everything is not as it seems which i also love that kind of stuff right my only complaint is she is a little bit windy she is long-winded i feel like there's a lot of details that are not super necessary that did not necessarily add to the story to
1: get going and there yeah. were
0: there's just a lot of details and I just think that goes to show it was probably her first book yeah um maybe hasn't refined
1: right hasn't it out
0: but it was still really good yeah so I gave it four stars awesome it's called The Shifting Fog Kate Morton I mean just pick up a Kate Morton that's book that's awesome
1: and you'll feel good I need good. to read more obviously well and figure out which ones I've read I
0: think that's another reason that I love Kate Morton is they're historical fiction but they are not World War Two yeah they're different things. They're different parts of history that you get a, like, window into. It's so great. Yeah. She does an, an excellent job.
1: Cool. I'm excited for new books. Yay. Okay, my last one. I saved my best for last. Yes. Five stars. Ooh, I love it. I haven't had a five star for a while. Well, what is it? I'm so anxious. Maybe in another life. Bye. Taylor Jenkins Reid. (gasps) Taylor Jenkins Reid. Did you know that I love her? (laughs) I did know. (laughs) Have I said it a few times on this podcast or 5,000 times? Well, what is this book? Why don't I know it? This one came out in 2015. So I think I now have officially read all of her books. Okay. Um, So five star. uh, Yeah, I loved it. I love her. I just love her as an author. I love her characters. I love the dilemma she puts into a book because Mm -hmm. it really makes you think like, oh my gosh, what would I do? And my heart is pulled in both directions. It's how I feel when I'm reading one of her books. Yeah. So this is a story. The character's name is Hannah. And she has just kind of jumped from one thing to another. She's an adult. I want to say she's late 20s, getting close to 30s. But she's just kind of jumped from city to city and had just kind of Jobs here and there, waitressing, doing this, having a boyfriend here, having a boyfriend there, but nothing ever really very serious. But she did have one really serious boyfriend in high school and he went off to college and they tried to make it work and it just it didn't work for one reason or another. He went one direction and she couldn't um, afford to go to the school he was going to. And it just but she's always often thought of him and vice versa. And so she, her parents, when she was 17, her younger sister was a very talented dancer and got accepted into this dance school. I don't know if it was a ballet program or a dance program in London. And they were really torn. They didn't want to pull her out of her, you know, almost done with high school, but wanted their other daughter to have this experience of going to the school. So Um, Hannah moves in with her best friend and the best friend's parents really become like parents to her and her parents take her younger sister. They move to England and give her this opportunity to be able to be in this school. And so it kind of this story goes with like the parents about what they have done and what they should do. And the younger sister and her and her friend, Hannah and Hannah's parents who have always looked as her as a daughter and want to help her out. Well, she's kind of feel like she's failed at another city. So she moves back home to LA where her best friend, Gabby is that she moved in with and Gabby's parents. And she's trying to figure out what am I going to do with my life? And she, her first night back, They decide to go out with Gabby and Gabby's husband. She's living with them temporarily while she gets this stuff figured out. And she's meeting with some friends that were from high school or from her childhood, some familiar friends. And this ex-boyfriend is there. And so she is super excited to see him. He's super excited to see her. And the events of the night go on. He asks, you know, her friend's going home. She's going to stay. But then she decides last minute not to stay. She decides that if this is going to happen, it doesn't need to happen right now. It doesn't need to happen her first night back in the city. If this is right, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to think this through. I'm going to take my time. And so she says, no, I'm going to go home with Gabby. And there's that story. Okay. Hey. okay and and going down that line, something there's another part of the story, like sliding doors, yes, but if she'd had decided to stay, oh, and did go home with him that night, there's that story, oh, which one was the better choice? Uh-oh. is there a better choice in life? It gets quite like philosophical, like there are so many choices yeah. and. If I make this decision here in this world, they talk about flipping a coin in this world where it's heads, this happened. But in another world, in another The dimension, yes, multiverse in another dimension, there is a tails <laughs> and there is someone living there with that choice. Stop tails. it. And so it kind of it goes through both. And
0: I... This reminds me of the movie Sliding Doors with Gwyneth yes,
1: Paltrow. and I love that movie. I love that movie. This... You will love this book because I love that movie. I love this book. I love seeing the side-to-side perspective of our choices or her... Of Hannah's choices. And like, do I think this was the better choice? Or do I think this was the better choice? And only if this choice and this happened... But then in this scenario, like I wanted to rearrange it all and put things together. And it just, yeah, yeah it was very sophisticated writing as far as okay. keeping those storylines separate, but yet the same person and very similar at the same time. I loved it. Five stars. You know, I love Taylor Jenkins Reed. And I kept thinking, am I, I am giving so it five stars because it. it's her? But I just really liked it. I finished it in less than a day. Wow. I mean, I plowed through it. I could not stop listening to it. And it is Nine hours. 342 pages. So it's not a short one to finish in a day. No. But I was loving it. That's like, amazing. I started it one day and then finished it. I finally made myself go to sleep. You know, when you have a book you just can't go to sleep for? This was the book I just did not want to go to sleep, and I had to, and then woke up the next morning and finished like the last hour. So, highly recommend. That's awesome. I already maybe have it in, in another my cart. life. Taylor Jenkins read five stars.
0: Awesome. Woo, we Get got some reading. good ones. I can't wait to hear you. Please share if you've read any of these. We'd love to hear what you thought about them. You can find us on Instagram
1: or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, share with your friends. We always are looking for new friends. Yes, we'd love to hear what you think of our podcast. So give us a review. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music.
0: And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your your book club.